ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to our show. We have gathered together from the cosmic breaches of the multiverse, two of the nerdiest geeks to be found. We proudly present the professor and her geeky girl, Mr. Self, Ace. And now it's time. Geeky Cool presents Professor and Ace. Hey everybody, welcome to Geeky Cool Presents Professor Ace, Season 2, Episode 1. Episode 92, if you count both of them together. So, we're back after a long hiatus, so we wanted to get on here and talk and be able to hang out and do some fun stuff. And hopefully we'll be uh, able to keep this schedule for a while. We'll have to confirm what day we're going to do it on, but uh, we'll figure it out. It's either going to be Tuesdays or Thursdays. Yep, Tuesdays or Thursdays. So so watch out. We'll, we'll have announcements. And then, of course, sometimes things happen. So like, yes. like Tuesday, things happen. Miscommunication on my part. So it happens. So we, <laughs> but we will... Uh, we will be doing this regularly. We are back, and we hope to bring some fun entertainment to you guys. And, of course, your comment lines are always open. Comment to us. Let us know that you're watching. Let us know what you think about yeah. our topics. Well, reminded me of, like, you know, the phone lines are open. It, like, you remember, like, the wrestling? Like, the oh, wrestling yeah. phone lines? Like, oh, I yeah. heard Mean Gene Okerlund going, like, the phone lines are open for like Nitro, get the inside scoop. Like, sorry. Um, what was it? It was uh, Waterboy, where uh, oh. his character calls uh, the wrestler. Yes. It, it's like, oh how old are you there, boy? Are you 12? Uh, no, 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 sure. I'm, uh, I'm 20, uh, 25, and uh, I'm with my mama. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Hi, Mandy. Hey, Mandy. Look at that. Thanks, Mandy. We appreciate that. You're one of our favorite people, too. We love you, Mandy. You are. We always love Mandy. There's somebody else watching. If you're watching, because it says there's two people watching, so comment so we know who's watching. Hi, who's watching? Come and tell us that you're watching. Yeah. (laughs) We're always glad to have people watch. I don't get very many people watching as I do my live little few minute things that I do my, my geeks my new be, one. Be, because uh, yeah my, my new one because you know I do five to ten minutes or so and it's not long enough for people to really get on and say hi so so I don't get many people at that time but hopefully people are enjoying that too so that is something that we have we have added since we were last year so I'm excited about that we've got um, we've got some plans like just getting them into motion, but we got plans for this year. We do, we do. We have big plans for 2023 since we're in the new year now. Oh my God. The last year went by way too fast. But in some ways it was way long. It was stressful. It was yeah. not, it wasn't necessarily long. It was just stressful, <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that does happen, and life life has a tendency. Hopefully, my, my belief is twenty twenty three is going to be a better year for all of us, you and me especially. But it's going to be a much better year. It's going to feel more back to what used to be normal, and we're going to have a great time, and things are going to be awesome. Listen, it's, do you have a New Year's resolution? Um, 
Mine? Well, you know, you, you get your typical, I, I need exercise oh, more, lose weight. weight, and watch what I eat more. But, uh, you know, I, I'm also um, trying to better my mind this year. So I'm, I'm trying to do some things to spend some time reading and, um, you know, peripheral meditation and stuff like that to kind of better myself that way. And, uh, yeah, I, I just want to be a, a better person. That's my goal. Aww, that's going to be hard. You're such a good person. Yeah, well, I, I <laughs> he is. He's a good person. My New Year's resolution is to um, take time in, in, in moments for myself without feeling guilt. Right. Because you do that. You feel guilt about taking time. All the time. And, and you feel guilt about people trying to, you know, help you and spend time with you and all that. I do, because I always feel like I'm an inconvenience or a bother. Exactly. Which is why people come to get you. But somebody has like, try to meditate. And I've tried before, mm -hmm. but I do not know how to meditate yeah, right. because I don't know how to turn my mind off. Yeah. So I'm going to try some guided meditations this yep, year yep. and hopefully I can maybe even if I can't turn my mind off, I can quiet it a little bit. What, what helps me is not trying to turn my mind off, but trying to give it something else to focus on. And right. trying to, and sometimes you know, being ADD, my mind has a tendency to not stay focused for very long. But the, I, that's part of what I'm trying to do is you know just make sure I take some time to do some of that. So yeah, that's good. Good. Well, with with the new year, we want to start our first episode out with talking about some of the things we're excited for. We're going to focus on movies, and I think we are going to uh, focus on television shows next week. We, we yes, talked about it. And... Listen, he just said, what are you looking forward to in 2023? And I just went to movies. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't do any research or <laughs> make a list for television shows. So he's trying to make it like, we planned this. No, it's because AJ just went movies. Yeah, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We... This is my list alone. It's so a good there's list. movies. <laughs> And, and I've got some that are not on your list, and you've got some that are not on my list, and uh, it'll be fun. And, 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 some. and some of them we both are excited about. So some of it, it's like, yeah, if I see that, that's okay. Yeah. And, I have and a so some of it, I'm just not like, yeah, I can't watch to see, wait to see this. And I'm like, okay. And some of it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm out on that. I've already, <laughs> like, not for me. So, um, but that's okay. But let's let's get going on it. And I will give you first choice on on the oh. banners there on what you would or the branding, the pictures, the one you want to pull up and talk about first. Okay, let's see here. Oh my gosh, we have so many pictures in here. I know some of them are for television shows since I added some of those in there. So. <laughs> I was like, what is all these? <laughs> oh yeah, th there are a couple of these television shows, and I'm like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> all right. All right, there we go. Shazam. Shazam. Okay, first of all, I love the look of this so far. Yes. Like, I love the look of the costumes mm -hmm. and the characters. You know, sometimes when you get these castings, you're like, mm, 
Right. They got it wrong. I don't right. see any of that where it's like blatantly wrong. I mean, there's a couple little changes to like what I would do, but it's not right. anything upset about. Um, I, and that's a big thing. <laughs> I completely agree with that. I'm also excited for this movie because I, I love uh, the character of Captain Marvel Shazam. I, I, it, why do, I mean, I get it, but he is Captain Marvel. I agreed. The, um, the, <laughs> Shazam, so he can't go by Shazam because if he said, introduced himself, hey, I'm Shazam, he'll turn back into a little kid. That's always been my argument with that when people say that. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, yeah. It, it, well, you know, in, in the the other character, like, you've Captain Marvel Jr. Yeah. What do you do with him? Then, Shazam because Jr.? He's just, Shazam Jr. And you could never see say Captain Marvel because that was his word to say to turn into Captain Marvel Jr. So he just called him CM. So right. I, I I don't know. I, I don't really I don't anyway. That, that's just that is just carryover, and I get it because Marvel Universe it's, it's a DC, it's not Marvel, and it's confusing to people if you call him Captain Marvel since there's DC Marvel has Captain Marvel. It, it's well, it, and the movie couldn't be called Captain Marvel because because no. uh, Marvel owns the rights to that name, and we we've done stories on that on how that's all happened, what all that means, and blah blah blah. So I don't want to rehash all that, but the they, they don't have look great, right? The character I I love the humor of the first one, and the second one looks even better. I, I'm real excited. I posted the. Um, a video from oh gosh my brain just went out the, the guy who plays uh, captain marvel shazam um he, he was chuck um, oh my god yeah 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 I, why is that happening i don't I know I but... yeah, I have, I <laughs> anyway have so i posted a video from him talking about how excited he is about um the movie zachary. and also what zachary zachary yep 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 zachary Levi. Zachary. Oh my. Zachary Levi. And, and about how, you know, he thinks that uh, people need to chill out on the whole DC thing because people are all upset with the changes oh, yeah. coming to DC. He's like, just wait and see. Well, and not just that, but like, I'm going to say this just in history, DC doesn't do cinematic universes like Marvel does. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I've always thought that was okay. They, if they mix movies, that's fine, but they don't have to do that to give you good movies. Right. Like, they don't have to extend it. Marvel just happened to do it because they had, like, a whole, like, extended brainchild thing that they were doing, which I think got changed along the way, but sure. it ended where they wanted it to end. Like, it's beginning where it wants to begin and, you know, end. But... I, I just just enjoy it. Shazam was an amazing movie. It was. So funny. And even if it never happened to go any more than just the Shazam family and characters that are in that comic, I'm okay with that. I am too. And, and, and basically, Zachary's point is just chill out and wait and see what happens and understand that people are upset, but just... Wait and see. Don't don't uh, don't have to throw a big fit right now because right. you know, things are anything can happen. So anything can happen. 
And, and and you do have two good people running the new DC studios. So there's there is a lot of good potential there. So there's I, some I'm, hope. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, I may be typically more of a Marvel guy, but I want to see DC do well because I want there to be good DC movies. Because you know, movies I mean, like Shazam, I really enjoyed the first Wonder Woman movie. Oh. I mean, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Second one. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, first I, I one. <laughs> first right. one, Pinky Heart Healthy. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So. Excited about seeing like the Shazam family. Like that's the other thing. It's um, you know that Captain Marvel family, the Marvel family. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm so excited about seeing them because these are characters that aren't as known. Right. They're they're but some of them are way more in depth than than. Captain Marvel or Shazam, mm -hmm. you now know him. Um, they have different layers to them, and the way they play off of each other in the comics is so much fun because it's not just like the Justice League or like it's not right. just superheroes that get together and, and do things and then they all go to their separate ways. No, these they live together as children. Right. I mean, that alone, you know how siblings are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really am hoping we get to see, I forget his name, the tiger. Um, oh. And, and uh, so I'm hoping maybe we get some sort of, you know, little thing with him in there or something, just because that would be fun. But I'm, I'm real excited for this movie. The villains look awesome. Yes. Our, our heroes look a ton of fun. And I love how he just still, he hasn't perfected things yet. And according to the trailer, you know, he's still messing up, talky just flying talky. around the city. Talky talky. Yes. W-K-Y. That's right. I was like thinking like Tony, Tony, but not Tony to the tiger, right, but right. like, yeah. But yep. talky talky. Yeah. That would be cool. All yeah, right. So, I'll pick the next one to talk yeah. about here. What one should we go with? Let's go with this one. Um, we're going to go with the uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. That's I'm a super excited. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I've, I tried to find a good one too because I was like looking at it and it's all screenshots from the trailer. Like, right. I didn't see like very much of anything else. There, there's not a lot else, but, but I, I'm super excited for this. This looks like a ton of fun. And looks a lot more like a, a like how you play Dungeons and Dragons. It just right. looks like a ton of fun. That's the thing. Like they've done a Dungeons and Dragons movie, which I actually like. A few different ones. Yes, I, the one the one I'm thinking of is the the first one that they did. Yeah, I like actually two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but yeah. to be fair, it's not played out like you play out a Dungeons and Dragons game. Right. Right. It was like, you know an epic quest which is fine but there was no like weird hey we have to open this chest and we don't have a key and how are we going to do this and like right. there's no banter and that's the fun thing about dungeons and dragons when you're playing role playing is that banter and that character development of like learning mm -hmm. all of these things and the fact that the heroes don't always succeed they do not <laughs> sometimes your dm goes oh you want to roll to fight this guy? I mean, okay, you can try. <laughs> yeah, well, you can sure try. Does a 30 hit? 
you're like uh, have two, you have two you have two hit points left you can try yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing about it that's it's like life you have to just keep trying and right like, right and this looks so fun because it looks like it looks like people who played dungeons and dragons wrote a dungeons and dragons movie exactly exactly not just, just taking the name Yes. But even the dragons look awesome. I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's not all about special effects. It's it's really about the plot of the movie and how other characters are. But Chris Pine in this looks amazing as the right. bard. I, I plan yeah. things, but but you know, he also plays the lute. Well <laughs> I just and I love that they have the different characters. Like um I feel mm. like in other Dungeons and Dragons movies, yes, they had other like you know, characters, but they, they all were, they never played their, their character correct. Right. Right. Like they're a bard, but they're actually like, you know, a barbarian kind of like fighter kind of like, which you can be, but you should. It's really hard to multi-class barbarian and bard. I mean, it is. I mean, I, I played a game where somebody did and they did it hilarious. It was, it was kind of like if you picture Drax, yeah of the galaxy yeah. but instead he's like he mixes with pete like like quill and they they have like this song and dance but they still smash things it's but it's not something that you normally see and if you have a bard you should play it like a bard right exactly exactly so i'm super excited about that i, I am too it looks like a ton of fun i'm i uh, i will probably fun? try to see that one in the theaters also because that one's hey Come down here to Branson and see it with me, and All then right. we'll review right afterwards. And we could we could give this distinguished competition a run for their money. This is true. We could do that. <laughs> All right. So, which one would you like to go with next? Oh, he put like uh, he put stuff on here for TV shows, and I didn't know we were doing TV shows. Oh. Okay. Just well, hi there. Pass the TV shows. Ah, good pick. Because you're standing behind me. Good pick there, John Wick. <laughs> so, fun fact: I had oh, never, God. I know, I had never seen a John Wick movie until I got with him. I don't. I'm not surprised by that because it's not going to be your typical movie for. It's not, but it's they're really, really good. They are. I and, agree. Like they're. An action movie, but with like some smart, like intelligent <laughs> things yes. going on behind it, you know. When I love in the first, at least the first one, I think a little bit in the second one also, how they really kind of portray him as a boogeyman almost, like right. Yeah. He's scary. He's he like is scary. He's. he's the person you don't want, it's, if you're in trouble, you don't want somebody going, oh, I'll send John Wick your way. You don't it's like they said in the first movie, he's the guy you call to kill the boogeyman. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I want, I like saw a meme. Did you see the meme about him, about John Wick being like Neo, but if they took the other pill? Oh. <laughs> like, That's like, an interesting idea. An inter yeah, and it kind of in my head was like, you know, I I kind of see that. <laughs> um, but no, I really like the last one, the third one. The last I really one was very good it. also, yeah. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the times when they have, when they're getting up to like four, it's like, 
okay, there's one that's like mm, not as good or a couple yep. that are like not as good. I feel like these, I mean, I have favorite parts of them, but I feel like they're, they're constantly and consistently good movies. I agree with that. So they, they've been amazing. I've been really impressed with it. So, yeah. so and I finally got my list pulled up. So, uh, uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods, March 17th is okay. opening day. John Wick Chapter 4 is March 24th. And Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is the 31st. So all three are March movies for us that we put out there. So what we'll need to do is schedule like somewhere either like Every week, if you want to, we can do that. Every week. Well, I don't know if I can afford every week. And well, it would just be coming down here. The movie would be my treat. Well, I don't know. I want to do that too, but we'll. <laughs> well, I mean, my husband does work at the movie theater. So. I, I know he does. So is he sneaking me in? Is that what's happening? He's going to sneak me in. <laughs> no, the back and... no. Yeah, they they get passes every. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, all right then. Just wanted no, to make sure I wasn't being I, snuck in. I don't and... want people to think that I have like hundreds of passes. They they get a couple passes to, to give out to people. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> Just it, it's limited, people. It's limited. limited. Well, do, do you know that sometimes you you think you've added something to a list and then you go and look for it and it's, and it's not, not there. there. You're like, mm -hmm. where is this screen capture? Because I know I added this thing. So that, that's where I'm at now because I did a whole bunch of adding. Right. And I don't know if some of them just didn't get added right or yeah, what's going on because I'm like, oh, well, in some of them, some of the things that you'd said, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that one. I got that one. I got that one. And uh, apparently I didn't have um, some of them. So that's, that's interesting, right? Because, um, yeah, that's what I'm looking at now. Is uh, I'm gonna go with Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I mean, looks really cool. I I mean, I love in the trailer where she's like, "We can broadcast to the <laughs> Quantum Realm," and, and Michelle Pfeiffer's character is like, uh, uh, "No, turn yeah. it off." Yeah, yeah, turn don't do off. that. Don't, don't do that. that. I just think it's like a that te that teacher who sees the kid doing something wrong, and they're like, "No, no," and it's too late. You've already yeah. unleashed it. And and in the trailer, yeah, it was unleashed too early. There, I don't know what happened. I, so what? we may have some movies here that okay. uh, that we don't have screen captures of, but but yes, that movie looks like a ton of fun. We've got Kang returning from Loki. Maloki movies, and now he's in full Kang where when you see him, he looks like Kang from the comic books. Like, I know. Oh. And for people that don't know, Kang the Conqueror is a big time villain in the Marvel Universe, especially yeah. with the Avengers. And uh oh, that's the biggest. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's going to be a focal character that's gonna be showing up in a lot of stuff in this next uh, yeah. Days. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and he's, they brought him in in Loki, uh, the TV sh show on Disney Plus. And I love the way they brought him in because he wasn't Kang the Conqueror. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Kang at the end of time, just going, 
end of all this time streams and like you know and variants and all of this stuff like he 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 was a variant of Kang. Right. And I I liked that. I liked that idea. So but no, I'm super excited about first of all, I love Ant-Man. Me he's too. One my, he's one of my favorites. Of course, Spider-Man is absolutely forever will be one of my favorites. But when you're talking about the Avengers, Spider-Man doesn't always come into it. Right. Um, right. Because he's the neighborhood Spider-Man, which he should be, and I'm happy with that. But um, Ant-Man and the Hulk are are my favorites of of the, you know, Avengers. Well, in, in the comics, Ant-Man's, well, Ant-Man, the, the, the typical Ant-Man, the one that starts off, is actually um, not the Ant-Man that we know in the MCU. Nope. And, uh, and he's kind of a jerk, <laughs> well, <laughs> to say and, the least. <laughs> and here's the thing, Scott Lang, I think that it's, it's the way the actor plays him. Yeah. Like, if you go back to the very first time you see Ant-Man in any movie, he's not like a super good guy who's like, he loves his kid, but he does bad things. Right. Right. So, you know, but it's just really, really, really hard to have that actor without going oh <laughs> well in, in the first ant-man people i knew people that didn't like the first ant-man i'm like it is a father daughter and yes. a father daughter movie so it's yes. this relationship between two different sets of fathers and daughters at different points in their relationship and as a dad of a girl i was like oh Oh, I hope I never end up quite there, but I, I, I'm, you know, oh, so yes. Right. It's, it's about, it's a lot about family. It is. Whereas like, um, Iron Man started off not, you know, being Iron Man and stuff. And the very end, you know, end game and all them, he's like a family man and stuff. Right. Scott Lang starts, starts out as a family man. So it kind right. of has that different feel. I really, Agreed. I really yeah, no, I'm super excited about that. When does that one come out? That one comes out. Pulling I love it. Um, Ant Man comes out. Ant Man Wasp is February 17th. So that soon. That one is soon. soon. And we'll start the new uh, the new phase of the MCU with it. So right. So, yeah, I think there's one on my list that's not, I don't see it on the, on our brands. Um, and I'm only putting this Hi, one Danny. on. Hi, Danny. I'm only putting this one on here because my husband's super excited about seeing it and it comes out on his birthday and it is loosely based on a true story, which is not based on a true story. It's based on one little part of a true story. Um, but it's cocaine bear. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it over here. Oh, hold on. You know what I didn't do? I loaded it, but I did not load it 
in here. So there we go. Oh, I, 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 I got distracted. So, okay. so there you go. This trailer is messed up in so many wonderful ways. So many ways. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's a little on the cray cray side. I bet Danny would love this. Like, I, I feel like he's going to want to see this movie too, because it's, it's one of those like movies that looks like an eighties bad B yeah. movie, yeah. but yeah. purpose, which I love. Um, but it's based on that there was an actual event where yep. there was a bunch of cocaine dropped out of an airplane. And I think it was like in Tennessee or somewhere like that. And a bear like got a hold of it and like ate like 90 pounds of it. But yep. the bear didn't go on a killing rampage. It died <laughs> from a drug overdose. Imagine that. But, but, I but guess, we got to take it, make it more fun. Though. I yeah, mean, that, that's that's not a very, very entertaining story. It, it. One of my biggest fears when people always talk about the zombie apocalypse, I'm like, you know what? It scares me more than like zombie humans. Is like if every dead animal, yeah, comes back to life. So this kind of has that Cujo zombie animal feel mm -hmm. to me, like. I am kind of scared of things that could, not zombies, but the Cujo thing. I grew up in a place that that could have, have happened, but um, just that whole, like these things could possibly happen. And how right. scary is that? <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> I grew well, up on Bear Creek, by the way. <laughs> my name of my road was Bear Creek Road. <laughs> Bear Creek. Yeah. The, the uh, thing that always, Scares me if I start thinking about it. What if the squirrels turned against us? Uh, this is what I'm saying. Because the, the, there's like 20 squirrels in the trees in my yard alone, and everybody's yard has these freaking squirrels in it. And if they became bloodsuckers and started leaping on people, yes. so think about this. Like people are always talking about zombies affecting human brains. I'm like, I'm not as worried about that. But if Squirrels and raccoons and bears and dogs and cats mm -hmm, mm -hmm. start like going zombie rampage. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine going out and seeing like zombie ra rabbits coming at you? I have like five or six rabbits that live in my like around my house in the spring. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> there, there were two earlier, and now there's five, huh? Well. Every year we have babies. That's well, our yard. It's a it, rabbit thing. It is a rabbit thing. That's that's the normal part. Yeah. So are you in in cocaine bear comes out February, I think it's twenty fourth, or it's right around there because that's my husband's birthday. And so that's his birthday present. He wants to go see cocaine. There, there you go. And cocaine bear was one of those that I was like, okay. I'm okay to see this movie. Right. I'm not excited about it. No, I mean, I'm like, I, okay. I mean, that, that's okay. I, it would, it, if somebody says, hey, let's go see this. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go see Doesn't it. it remind you in the trailer, though, of like the, either the sci-fi movies that came yeah. out on Sci-Fi Channel or like a bad 80s B movie like that Elvira well, just, would just be like. Just look at the colors. Just look at the colors. <laughs> The colors, I mean, that is so 80s. 80s. You don't get much more 80s even, than that. And like the moon with the, like, it's like. Yes. 
Yes, yeah, so with the might... claws. It, it, so it kind of reminds you of like the the um, howling movies. Okay, Just... so yes, yeah, so I had this picture when I saw that logo. I was like, oh, it's like Miami Vice yes. meets Howl meets Teen Wolf. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Teen Wolf was scary. Yeah, Teen Wolf. Well, wait, and there's a television series, isn't there? There is. Or something. Teen I've Wolf, not seen it, so. Teen Wolf. I watched the Teen Wolf television series. It has nothing. It's the names. They they have they kept a couple of the names, but that's it. It has nothing else, even similar except for they turn into werewolves. But they have other animals, like there's chimeras and yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's always interesting when you get some other wear animals in there. What would you, what would you want to be, and what would be the most odd wear thing? You're like, oh, okay. Oh, a wear goat would be odd. A wear goat. I mean, you can almost see it being, uh, you know, be good at I, climbing I, mountains or something. Good at climbing mountains and, and uh, chasing trolls off bridges. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we, we go off on the weirdest things right we here. We do. We do. Yeah, All right. Let's bring up the next movie here. Yeah. My choice this time. Or let, let's just let, let's just do it. Let, let's go Guardians here. Guardians of the Galaxy. Three. I, I, that is not where I thought you were going to go when you said let's just do it. I'm, I'm hoping you save one of them for last because we both know we have a huge fandom yep yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um guardians of the galaxy volume three volume I'm, three i'm just hoping the soundtrack is just as good as the that, that to, yes i agree to be fair and i'm hoping there's some sort of crazy video at the end from yeah. uh um from what's his name again um from uh baywatch um i know writer. Um, yeah. um, um, oh my god. Yeah, it's not Michael Knight, but that, that character is played. It's Michael Knight. That's <laughs> not the actor's name, but it's Michael yeah, yeah. Knight. Right, right, right. Also, I don't even remember what his name was on, on Baywatch. I don't even remember what his name I, was. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't watching for his name. Seriously, guys, I think that age has finally gotten to me, and I can't remember things. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in that same position. So, but no, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy looks like a ton of fun. Right. Um, the tra I love on the trailer where they get you know, they're landing. It looks like they're landing on Earth, and then it's aliens, and then uh, they're like little animal. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. And Drax throws the ball at the little girl. It hits him in the hits her in the face, and then everybody's throwing balls at him. Yeah, that that is like, like we come in peace, and then Drax is like. <laughs> Oh, little girl, you dropped your ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Drax. <laughs> I think that, um, one, I like that Groot's back to full strength, it yeah, looks like. Yeah. He's not baby. I love baby Groot, but he wasn't an interesting character. And teenage Groot. <laughs> teenage Groot's just a jerk, but yes. he's a teenager. You know. um, he, he's a teen, so what do you expect? But I, I love that Groot's back to like full strength. I, I I kind of think that in the first one we didn't get to see a like a good thing with Groot because Groot was just Rocket's side character, and I'm hoping they bring Groot 
since, since he's like grown up with them and stuff like that, I hope they have, he gets a little bit of. Well, and, and now everybody in the group understands Groot. I mean, of course we don't, but, uh, but at least they understand what he's saying now. Cause originally it was just rocket that understood him. Right. So, so yeah. Yep. But no, that it looks like a ton of fun. I'm hoping yeah. um, it will be just a great send off for James Gunn and the whole gang. Uh, I know that uh, David Batista said he's he appreciates his time as Drax, but also that he's excited to be able to move on and yeah. hopes that's not his full legacy. And I get all that. And some people blew it out of proportion. I'm like, look at look at the context of what he's saying. He's not saying Drax is a horrible character. He's saying I'd like to be known for something okay. else as an actor. You, I think that fans get so like this person is this character to them right right um they're not they're an actor playing that character. <laughs> are you serious well no i think a lot of people just forget that like i know like, you know i loved robert downey jr way before iron man iron man's not even my favorite robert downey jr character he's just not but he played him for so long and it's just so iconically ingrained in like people when they see him, they think Iron Man. Right. It's right. a really hard thing to do. It's the reason that uh, child actors who are in huge franchises like the Harry Potter kids have a hard time getting out of that mm -hmm. um, because they get so pigeonholed into this is the type of role you need to be in. And Batista, you know, he went from being a wrestler right. to, to being an actor. And I think that I actually think he's a very good actor. I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's a very good actor, especially for somebody who came from the background which he came from. Right, right. But Drax isn't that big of a transition to some, maybe some like wrestling characters that, he might and not that he did but that other people did in that the way he's written is kind of dumb and right. doesn't quite understand things and he's big and he's bulky and he's he's the muscle and i can see batista wanting to do something a little bit more to stretch and show his sure. acting most definitely as somebody who's done some acting you don't want to be stuck doing the same role all the time. Yeah. Even though this role's made him a lot of money and a lot yeah. of fame uh, for people that wouldn't have known him before, but that's not the end all. Actors want to uh, grow in their jobs and have new experiences and show what they can do. So yeah, I get it. So And it makes it fun. Like, you know how bored we get with our jobs, like day in and day out. They get to be different people, but that's why they're act they they're actors they they want to become different people for different roles and if you are stuck with the same character over and over again it kind of can get boring and stale and right right I don't know. and some people like it well it's to be able to comfort thing that they're very comfortable with this character did you see the uh, holiday special guardians of the galaxy holiday special did you have i'm not that? yet I am okay. no, I'm so far behind so, on things. So I, that does happen. You know, anyway, you know, th there's this great scene that let me ruin for you. That's it. <laughs> there, there's a great you know, scene with with Drax and uh, and, and um, uh, Mantis 
and they they've gone and kidnapped Kevin Bacon, which you know kind of in the trailer you kind of know that's the sort of okay. thing is happening. So and they Mantis has used her powers on Kevin Bacon to kind of make him relax and, and be able to come with them. I need Mantis in my life. I know, right? Right, exactly. He is so, not anything like her comic book Mantis. This is very true. Not very different character there. So, but, um, so they start asking, and of course, these are the two most literal characters you've got. If you say <laughs> something, they take everything literally, right? And yes. so they're like, Tell us about the time that you saved the city by dancing. And he's like, oh, you mean my character, blah, 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 that I played in. What do you mean? You didn't do that yourself? And like, well, well tell us when you did this. And so, and, the, and then they come to realize that he didn't do any of this. He's an actor. And they look at each other. Ah, bleh, kind of want to throw up. Because, but isn't that a great commentary on fans with these with these actors you get to the point and here's what's hard is there are some actors we we mentioned john wick earlier with with keanu reeves and he has been part of so many great franchises mm -hmm. right that can you imagine and this is what i want people to think can you imagine if he would never have done anything other than bill and ted we wouldn't have john wick whoa and that's the thing. I just like, like, stop being mad at the actors for saying they want to do something different. Right, right. Like, let's face it. They have lives. They have goals. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was a great scene. It was really funny talking about how they disdain actors. And it was just, I, I rolled on the floor watching it because I'm like, it's really hysterical knowing that two people are acting in these roles, making fun of their own yeah. jobs this way. Well, you can't take yourself too seriously. Exactly. You can. Well, since we're talking about Batista. Yes. Yes. So this is called Knock at the Cabin. Um, had you seen this trailer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's up on Geeky Cool. It's been there for a while. See, now I just feel like a bad, bad, geeky, cool girl. I have not been doing a lot of stuff lately. It's not okay. I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just I'm telling still you recovering that. from a concussion, a mild concussion. What, what, three concussions and uh, two bouts of COVID? And... I had two bouts of COVID last year. Yeah. I Since the ice storm, I've fallen three times. Um, thanks Most to my fall when the ice is on the ground, not afterwards. Twice while the ice was on the ground, um, taking my dog for a walk, who's sick. And then once when it was raining, taking my dog for a walk. She, she wasn't sick that day, um, but I slid and I fell. And that was Monday. And I slid and I fell and I hit my head. So I'm still like. Still fuzzy? A little bit. And that's yeah, why I'm yeah. like professor i feel like i don't know these people but um knock at the cabin just looks like an interesting psychological type yep. of movie and i it love is. psychological movies it, yeah. it, it does um my only concern with it is the director yeah and, and just and 
his early stuff was so amazing. And then I just felt let down after a while with uh, M. M Night Shyamalan. How do you say his last name? Thank you. Yeah, because I I liked his early stuff so much. And, uh, yeah, it it just is one of those things where you're like, okay, all right. Well, so I'm not uber excited about it because I'm just not sure it's going to catch me. But the premise of the movie is really interesting that these people show up and basically tell you, you have to pick one member of your family to die to save the world. Yeah. What? You have to say, like, they, I, I don't know the whole premise of it. Like, I mean, because the trailer doesn't show you everything. Right. Um, it it but, doesn't, which is good. You don't want it to show you everything. No, but so you don't understand how these people know this. Like, right. like they, I, I get, gather in the trailer, one of the members of the family sees a light and says, oh, now I understand. And that's in the trailer. So I'm thinking that everyone else has had these moments, mm-hmm. um, but it's not said. But apparently when like every few years or something, a family has to travel to this tra- this cabin or somewhere. I don't even know if it has to be this cabin, but they are the chosen ones and they must sacrifice someone in their family so that humanity can live. <laughs> She's falling, but she's off. It's a true statement. It, it, get the little uh, life life lock thing there. Dude. Yes. Um, Knight has returned to form his last week. Now, so I loved several of his movies. And it, like I liked Glass. I liked, you know, mm, that yeah. whole that whole line of movies. Um, I, I And I loved how he tied them all together. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But... I will say that sometimes I feel like he tries too hard Yes. to make things more like intellectual than they need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it feels very forced. And then sometimes when he's doing that, it actually has a reversed effect where you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. It, it's like the village. Like with the village, like first five minutes, I was like, oh, okay. So they're in modern day and they're trying to scare the people. And, you know, it was not not interesting. After the monster wasn't real, it's not interesting. Well, after you've seen some of his movies and know kind of the twist that you you kind of can predict some of the twists sometimes. And uh, I mean, uh, he's made some great movies and so i'm willing to give this a chance most definitely when we excited about it probably not excited but it looks the the little girl sitting out front and then them coming up to her kind of really grabs you like oh well that's interesting i it gave me the feels like um like signs did yeah yes kids and I always tell people, like, science is not about the aliens. Like, people always think science is about the aliens, but it's not. It's about that family right. and about the dad's um, dealing with grief and, and his, like, exactly. belief system and stuff like that. And and I liked that. Um, but a lot of his movies fall flat sometimes. and um, And so... I'm hoping this one's going to be like signs. Right. And um, I agree, Jason, it, it is underrated. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a really good movie. 
I think I'm hoping the way it looked like, because it's kind of like that, what is your belief system? It kind of gave me that feel like, what is your belief mm -hmm. system? Because would you sacrifice yourself or somebody in your family to save all of humanity? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the question. And I think it's a great ethical and, and psychological and philosophical question to ask in a movie. I, I agree. Well, in, I always like it if a movie comes in with a twist that I don't see coming or if I'm like, uh, okay, well, what's really going on here? Uh, Cabin in the Woods. That was a one yeah. where I'm watching this going, okay, I've seen this horror movie before. Okay, well, maybe, maybe little, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, they're an underground bunker and they're betting on this. Okay, I didn't see that coming for some reason. Right. It's so, one of those things. Um, and I'm hoping. Yeah. He has done some really good stuff. Yes. He has had some really big disappointments. Mm -hmm. And I am just hopeful because I like the idea of this, this movie. No, I, I'm I like with the you. premise I'm with of you. it. I, I definitely am in for seeing the movie, yeah. but I, I can't quite say I'm excited for it yet. Just because I, I guess because I've been disappointed enough with some of his other movies that I don't want to get excited because then then if it's not as good as I hoped then I've got that letdown feeling but yeah. if I go in and going we'll see how it is and even it's if it's a, just okay then I'm like okay yeah I enjoyed that it's like it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie so it could be a hit or miss it's like yeah right right exactly so I agree alright let's see what else we got here and do 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 Nope, that was not on my list, but we'll... <laughs> what? Um, let's, we talked about this one earlier. So since we're already kind of talking about the psychological and um, horror aspect a little bit, let's talk about Renfield. Okay. So this looks like an amazing comedy horror. Yeah. I love it. Um, I also hit or miss Nicolas Cage is also a hit or miss kind of person like I either love his movies or completely hate him in the movie the movie doesn't have to be bad but I'm just like can you just try a little harder because I know how good he can be right right because I loved Raising Arizona oh, yes Valley Girl yes. and you know those early movies that he was in it really he showed this amazing range of of types of people and then i feel like he's the type of actor who just doesn't turn down a role like they send him a script and they're like we'll pay you this and he's like oh, okay like yeah, I, I don't think, yeah. yeah i don't think he turns down a role and so sometimes i'm like oh that looks good and then i get into the movie and the movie itself is not bad but he kind of makes it bad yeah, I understand. I understand. And then other times he's amazing. Yes. And I don't understand the inconsistency, but I do like Nicholas Holt, who's going to be playing Ringfield, yeah. and he's yep. the main character. Um, and I don't hate the casting of Nicholas Cage as Dracula. Right, right. Well, and he's been a vampire before in the comedy. Was it Twice Bitten? Is that what it was? Yes. Yes. Because Once Which... Bitten was. Where was it? it was, maybe it was once been. Anyway, um, which I think is hysterical that we're going back to a kind of a comedy kind of 
vampire movie and he's Dracula. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm in because yeah. I look at this. Have you seen the trailer? The trailer dropped today. Yes. Watched it earlier. <laughs> okay. I love where they're doing the intervention, like the like they're in a toxic vampire relationship. Vampire kiss. Once bitten was Jim Carrey. You are right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But um, I love when they're in that group and they're like, yeah, well, that's kind of a literal way to take that. But yeah, yeah. When, he's like, when he's like, if I stop feeding him, he won't gain, go to maximum power. And they're like, right. yeah, because they're like talking about their bosses and how right. like, right. Boss, and let's face it, we all need to vent about our bosses. Even when I was a boss, I realized that the people who worked underneath me probably talked bad about me sometimes because that's just what we do. Right. But I just love the idea that it kind of reminds me of what we do in the shadows kind of thing. Yeah, right. Except it's, you know, he doesn't necessarily like his job, but he's, you know, a vampire's caregiver. And right, right. he's got these special, they say it in the trailer. I got special powers, but in, in exchange, I have to do the bidding of this vampire. And I love that he becomes friends with that cop that he saves his, her life. And she's like, oh, so you're like, you're like his, you know, slave? Like, right. <laughs> right. Um, well, it, it's interesting knowing the different renditions of Renfield over in movies and also in novels of, yeah. of, of the same character has been with Dracula since the first Dracula book came out. That he was in doing his bidding and in the insane well, asylum and all this and but we never see Renfield's like life. Right, right. Other than and, chapter in the book, which was interesting. Right. But it wasn't expanded enough. No, no, I agree. I agree. Whole, no, like, this is a I love that we're taking this character and focusing on them in modern day. Yes. I think that's hysterical. I also like I like Nicholas Holt. I think yeah, Nicholas yeah. Holt is going, like, first of all, I think he's funny enough. Like, he has this weird sense of humor. Like, I feel like in real life, he probably has a weird sense of humor. But he plays this person who has this, like, weird toting the line of this dark humor versus right, humor. Right. And I think it fits really well. And I loved in the trailer when Nicholas Cage is, like, standing at the door and the guy goes, come on! down and he's just like because everyone knows a vampire cannot enter unless he's invited in exactly that's why i never invite anybody into my house <laughs> i stand there and wait and you're just like what do you want you've been in my house oh, you've been yeah. in this room i have been <laughs> but no, I, silly. I think it just looks fun it does. And I'm hoping that Nicolas Cage doesn't suck. <laughs> and if he does, I hope he sucks in a good way. Exactly. Um, but no, it just looks really fun. And I just think that it looks modern and it takes that whole Dracula thing into that modern age, which is one of the things I like about what we do in the shadows. Um, right. we take those vampires but they're they're older vampires and they take them in. And Nicolas Cage is playing this. It looks like like traditional Dracula. Yes. Like he's playing it like he's Vlad the Impaler, Dracula. You know, like right. 
hundreds and hundreds of years old. And but Renfield is modern, which right. I thought was fun. It, it is totally fun that way. And the fact that he ends up in a support group, I just found too funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> it does remind me of though. I really do feel like they they took it from what we do in the shadows because there's there's a whole couple episodes where Guillermo goes to a support group. Um, and yeah, that, that's probably very true. Well, it, and it, the the humor in it looks almost like some of the humor from the original Buffy movie. Yes. So. <laughs> So that, that always cracks me up because I love that movie. I, the series is amazing. It's superior to the movie, but the movie bait was the basis well, of it. And the movie here's the thing, and I try to say this. The movie is kitschy. Yes. The series took itself way more serious, which way, I like. Way more serious, right. Way more serious. Now, in the first season, maybe not as much, but as it got older and it, Buffy true. got older, it became more like a... A soap opera type. It CW'd. Yeah. It became CW. CW'd it. That is a term I use actually all the time. I'm like, you know that movie? They kind of CW'd it because they turn right. it into like this teen fantasy romance soap opera drama. Oh. The angst of oh. I call it the Degrassi effect. Nice. I like it. A lot of movies and stuff do that. It's like it's it's kind of annoying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, sometimes you just don't need that. So, you all don't. right. So, what's next on the list for you? Let's see here. We will go. Little Transformers. Transformers. All right. You know, I'm a huge Transformers fan. Now, the movies almost always let me down. <laughs> Bumblebee. Bumblebee did not. I love yeah. Um, but Bumblebee I liked because it was character driven. Yes. And and it wasn't like it didn't feel forced. And yes. like like they were trying to put action in every scene for no reason. Like the one of the things I love about um Artemis go lay down. Sorry, my dog. Um, one of the things I loved about the cartoon is I always felt like it was one of those smarter cartoons. Yes. When we were growing up. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there was, my sister would watch like pound puppies You're and right. Smurfs. Right. And I liked Smurfs. Don't get me wrong. I was a Smurf girl. But Transformers was like, they didn't talk down to you. Right. It was smarter. And, and you, the characters had like depth, even though they were machines. And yes. I feel like a lot of the times the movies try to do that, but they want the big explosions Action. and actions. And, Michael Bay. And, yes, it's a it's a thing. Um, and so Bumblebee I liked because it slowed it down and told a story. Right. And yes, there was action, but it told a story. Right. And I feel like this is going to go back to the not telling the story from the trailer. But I'm still excited about it. First of all, Bumblebee's in it. And I love Bumblebee. On my desk at work, I have eight Bumblebees. Different kinds of Bumblebees. I have a Bumblebee tattoo. He is you my do. favorite Transformer of all time. Um, and I'm just super excited. 
I also like that it's the rise of the beast because mm -hmm. I, I did find them fun when I was a kid. I, now I was a little older, so I really didn't watch beast masters. Um, I caught just little pieces of it, but, uh, but yeah, I, I was never really sure if that was good quality or not. Cause I, like I said, I never really watched it. So um, it was I a saw little the... bit more catch, kitschy. It was a little sure. bit more, I felt like it was a little bit. So, you know, I talked about transformers, not dumbing things down. I feel like it dumbed things down a little bit more, sure. but I like the looks of them mm -hmm. and the fact that they weren't just machines. I think it helped with a lot of girls my age were not into transformers because they're cars. Right. And this is going to be not PC in this day and age, but back when I was growing up 40 plus years ago, girls played with dolls and boys played with cars. That's kind of what we did. And, and cars and transformed into robots are cool. Right. And I thought it was cool. And my, my friends who were girls were like, mm, is it though? We can like Poochie or, or Care Bears. And I love these things too, but like, Care Bears and Poochie and, and Pound Puppies and all those things. And that was what they were into. And I was like, those are cool, but there's cars that turn into robots and talk and save the world. Exactly. Exactly. Way cool. So, so now can you throw the picture back up for a moment? Here's what I liked about this. Optimus Prime is not just some silver standing robot that I can't tell the difference between Thank him and Megatron. You. He looks he, like Optimus. Right. You can see the truck chest. You can see, I mean, it's Optimus Prime, baby. This is the Optimus Prime I've been waiting for. And we saw a little bit of this with uh, what moments he was in Bumblebee. And I yeah. think the movie, the last movie before, and I kind of gave up on some of it, he had more of this look, but... I love this look and and um, the um, the gorilla one. Uh, he looks great there. So I'm just um, yeah. it's not it's not Rodimus Prime. It's uh, Pri Optimus Primal, isn't it? What it is? Optimus yeah. Primal. So sure. I, I look at that and I'm like, that looks really cool. I it looks right for the first time when they're transformed. They always looked right when they were the cars, but then they would transform. And you're like, they were wrong. Yeah. And that's why I liked Bumblebee because they brought him back to the VW. The, they did. The, the bug, which he's Bumblebee. It's a bug. I know it's not, yeah. it's a beetle, but it's, it's still a bug. Um, and they brought him back in that first movie. And then at the end he changes into more right. modern. But I, that's what I liked because he looked like what I remember a little tweaking, you know, they got to make him yeah. a little cooler. Cause let's face it. Those toys were a little, not not best made toys ever sure. but i well, like they were not go bots which were really bad oh my god oh my god you you went there i mean go bots were awesome. it was a bad cartoon and bad toys <laughs> they were they were <laughs> all right let's move on to another one here and we may not get through all of them, guys. So, because um, it's already eight oh nine. So let's. Uh, oh, let's I, know. I know. Well, let's let's go to another actor that people either are hot or cold on, and and one that um, seems to find his niche well, but some people just don't like him, and I understand why. 
but I love these movies. We're talking about the Mission Impossible movies. The, All right. The, 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 I just like him so much. I do. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and that's okay. I I can get past a lot of stuff, and, and I love the Top Gun. The, the remake, not remake, but the new movie was awesome. Yeah. And I, you know what? Tom Cruise, as many problems as he has. He's a good actor. He's a good actor, and he does his own stuff. Stunts and he does I mean, research on things, and listen, I'm just like, I just don't like the man. No, I get that. And it, it's and he annoys me. And sometimes, in some movies, he annoys me. Mm -hmm. Um, but Mission Impossible, his character and his person, personality in real life, kind of mesh in that movie in a in right. a really good way. Um. And I'm not saying I don't like Tom Cruise movies because if Risky Business is on or uh, Far Away or... You, you just want to see him in his underwear for Risky Business. It's not even him. It's not even him in that movie. It's Rebecca. She is hot. <laughs> she is hot, but... <laughs> you just didn't expect me to say that. <laughs> I didn't expect you to go there. Right, right. Um, well, but... in, in Far Away, it's not him either. No, just, oh, my gosh. That and the racing one. Um, it's a thunder. Oh, her red hair, her accent. Oh my God. <laughs> but see, I've seen almost every Tom Cruise movie. Not even going to lie, because he's not a bad actor. No, not at all. I didn't like, uh, was it Vanilla Sky? Yeah. I didn't like that. I, I, I left... No, actually, I rented it, and my wife went to bed halfway through going, this makes no sense, I'm going to bed. And I'm like, it'll get better, it'll get better. And I watched it, and I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> so I'm like, missing the point of this somewhere, and I don't know what it is. So why do you like Mission Impossible? Um, I, I liked the television show when I watched it in reruns when I was a kid, because mm -hmm. it was a, a fun espionage um, got your little gadgets. So it was like James Bond, but and you love James Bond. I do love James Bond. And again, you know, I love espionage stuff, especially if it's written well. And, you know, um, I always loved, like I said, love the series. Loved, they redid the series as a new series in the eighties. It was really good. And so then the movies came along and I just felt like it was a very smart writing for most of the movies. Right. And Tom Cruise's character is very compelling as a, as a character in it. So I've just always liked it. So I'm excited to see another one. And I'm just like, okay, I'm in. It, it's Mission Impossible. I'm in. Right. And see, I'm not, like, I'm not a huge Mission Impossible person either. And, you, and we've talked about this. I'm not a huge James Bond person. Right. Um, I don't necessarily like, I, I, spy movies have a very specific um, formula yeah, yeah. And they hardly ever steer away from that formula. And that, that to me, I don't, you know how I am. You, you like that, like, yes, I know what I'm getting into. I want to go in a movie and go, what am I getting into? Well, and I want some of that. Yes. But there's I'm certain things that I want, like, okay, you don't go into romantic comedy to see the couple at the end not get together, right? I mean... I would go watch that all the time <laughs> but, because that's but realistic. Most people that go into romantic comedy, 
<laughs> and, and I don't usually go into them because I find them, again, very formalic. You know, like, okay, I know what's going to happen. You know, it's going to be this and this and this. And, and there's, I think the difference for me is that I get the, it's, it's the fun of, of the action and the fun of, of kind of looking at, because I always thought it'd be fun to be a spy anyway. So. And that's what I was going to say. I think I, that, I think, I think that a lot of men yeah. who grew up in the 70s and the 80s and early 90s even, um, there was just this mysterious thing about being a spy. Yeah. After the Cold War, you know, when people learned that there were actual spies, like before mm -hmm. that, you just thought they were during war. And then you're like, oh, no, there's spies all the time. Um, and after people knew that it, and they, they started doing these fictional shows about it all the time, even the, the funny ones like Get Smart and all that stuff, like it was a thing. Right. And I, I think that I get it. I understand it. It's the same reason that little girls want to be princesses. Right, right. It's a fantasy and you're like, I get to be a princess. I've did, never wanted to be a princess. Did you ever see the show The Americans? Yes. See, I love that also. That was really cool. But again, I love that kind of thing. It, it, if it's done well, right. it can almost have a noir feel on how it handles the plot. You love that. I do love that. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm excited for Mission Possible. And you know what? We're going to have some on here we don't agree with, and that's perfectly okay. We can all be excited <laughs> about different things. So what do you got up next? Your first. Um, let's see here. Okay, this one. Okay, yep. It's so cute looking. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm a Nintendo girl. I've always been a Nintendo girl. And I played every Mario that they ever made um, until like a couple years ago when I just couldn't afford a Nintendo anymore. Um, but I love the look of this because they did the live action which was not good what early 90s was that when it was yeah yeah <laughs> um, and they've done the cartoons and i've right. watched the cartoons and i don't like them because they're they're really targeted even though they're animated they should be targeted for people my son's age to my age because right. that's people that played Nintendo as much, but they're really targeted for younger kids. Right, right. And I don't like that. This one, the humor in it seems like a grown-up could like it. Right, right. Like Bugs Bunny. Yes. You've got it where kids can enjoy it, but also adults can really enjoy it. Yes. And I like that, you know, the animation in it looks beautiful. Like Mario mm -hmm. looks so good. Like, look at those eyes. It and the you can see the, like the whisk of hairs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, I think this is the the time in animation that a Mario animation animated movie is a good time to come out because I feel like we've seen him evolve from like this eight bite, you know, yeah, yeah. Until, and um, but I just think it's fun. I Bowser. He's going to fight Bowser. Like, it's not anything different. And he's not going from world to world to world to world is what it looks like. Because he did that in the in the live action. But it looks like he's in this world. And Bowser has his brother. And 
But in, in the the it's part of the trailer where Bowser's thing stops and and the little penguins come out, I mean that's just awesome because like. That's Oh, that okay. is that is Mario sixty four all day long with those penguins. I'm telling you, <laughs> I like the little toads. I like that. Like Princess Peach is like, we're gonna fight him, and they're like, but we're adorable. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> so, so, so I have to confess, Mario was never my favorite. I he, Zelda Link and Zelda are my favorite. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but. I I so loved the idea of Mario because I love that whole like going to another world. Like they're plumbers oh, yeah. going to down a pipe and you go to another world. It's that whole Narnia thing. That's true. No, I get that. No, yeah. that th that is the interesting part of it. Now, I was never very good at jumping and doing all the stuff at the right times. I, yeah. I did not have that coordination, nor did I have a Nintendo until Super Nintendo was about halfway through its prime, and then I got a Super Nintendo because you know I was uh, actually I wasn't even an Atari guy. I was a Odyssey three guy. Uh, all the weirdness of that. Um, but but I remember playing Donkey Kong. Enjoyed Donkey Kong. But in friends in college had Nintendos, and we would play. But I was never great at Mario. Now Zelda, I love Zelda all day long because that was just amazing. But. Uh, but, I, but I'm like, I don't hate Mario, but I'm just like, okay, all right, we'll see how it is. Dakota got us a Switch for Christmas, like as a family gift. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we have like the account now. And um, so on the ex ex expanded pack, he has like the Nintendo 64 stuff. And so I can play all the Zeldas. See, there you go. That means I have to have time. That's what the, <laughs> you're going to make time to do that. I, Break I the know. jars. Break the jars. <laughs> Oh my goodness! What what other ones do you have? <laughs> we're actually, I think we'll be able to go through most of these, Professor. Well, we're, let's we're hit another Marvel one that's going to be out here for us: the Marvels. So the, a lot of people are really coming down on this, and I'm like, you know what? I loved Miss Marvel. Did. I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Especially enjoyed her roles in the Avenger movies. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what we're going to do um, with uh, with the other one. Um, I can't think of her name at the moment. Because she was Captain Marvel before Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel in the comic books. Um, I, I thought her mom was Captain Marvel before Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel. Uh, and then she became Captain Marvel after. Maybe that. She's the little girl. Right, she's a little girl in the movie, but I thought her character was the one in the '80s that was the Captain Marvel in the Avengers. But maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken. I don't know. Like it might be like Rambo is not Rambo because yeah. no, that's no, it is. It's Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, but I'm looking at this going, especially with her character that was in Scarlet. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. WandaVision. WandaVision. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. In WandaVision, where she went through and got powers that, that we're finally oh, yeah. going to get to see. And then we've got, you know, at the end of Miss Marvel, uh, where Captain Marvel shows up there and traded places with Miss Marvel. So I'm actually kind of excited to see this because it looks like right. fun. And I loved, I loved Miss Marvel. I thought it was fun. Cheeky. It was. 
Um, yes. I loved that they they kept it. I was worried because she is very um, Pakistani in the yeah. comics. Like, and I was worried they were going to like whitewash her a little bit. Not exactly whitewash her. I knew she was going to be a Pakistani, you know, mm-hmm. kid no. and all that stuff. And um, but I was afraid they were going to like whitewash the character. Right. Right. Um, but they didn't. I didn't know what they did. I felt like they they were like, no, this is what you know they, a Muslim Pakistani teenager goes through. Yeah, they her character was very much what the comic book was. Yeah, and, which I loved because I've loved the comic book. So, yes. so yeah, so I'm I'm excited for it. We'll, we'll see how it plays out, but I think it's going to be fun. I just. Right. I, I don't know. And, and hopefully, because Captain Marvel is more of a um, a galactic hero that will get being on different worlds and doing some other cool, fun stuff. I'm just looking forward to it. I think it'll be a ton of fun, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, I think because some people just really dislike Brie Larson. Which I don't understand. Yeah. I really don't understand, because I actually think Brie Larson is a cute little actress i don't i don't think she's like the world's greatest actress i don't think she'll ever be the world's greatest actress but i think she's a fun actress sure um, but I, I know she made some political statements that made some people mad and she but you know what how if you're going to discount her because of her political statements don't you have to discount pretty much every actor that gets up there and spews whatever they're going to say you know, let them do their job as an actor judge them on that and if they want to say something I agree with or disagree with politically, that's fine. I don't, I don't care, but I, my judging them as a, what they do for their job has nothing to do with that. So, anyway. right. and, and that's the thing, like, but I, it's, it's one of those things, like, I don't think she said anything so bad that she needs to be canceled. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, and let, let me just, the funny <laughs> thing is, the side that gets upset about canceling is the side that seems to have the big problem with her. And uh, to me, that's kind of funny that you want to cancel somebody while you're talking about how stupid canceling is. And I agree. Canceling something is pretty stupid most of the time. So, but I, there are are times that, that people deserve to be canceled. Sure. If they're a predator, they deserve to be canceled. Sure. Right. Right. I agree. It, but we've we've used it unfortunately for people that disagree with us. Yes. On anything. And, and both everyone, sides have done that. So yes. and everyone is allowed to have their opinion. Right. You do not have to like their opinion. Everyone right. is allowed to have their opinion. Um, do I think that there are some opinions that are super offensive and as an employer you have the right to fire somebody over that opinion? Sure. I do. Right. Um but they're, they're representing you. Yes. Especially in certain jobs. The, the, the whole internet trying to cancel somebody is a little extreme. It it is. It is. You know, usually if you let somebody say something stupid long enough, they kind of prove to everybody that they're stupid. That's usually how that works. And if you're going out and trying to cancel them, then you're just kind of looking stupid yourself and you're not letting people realize how stupid this person is. You, they start coming to the, whatever. I would say, like, if there was that, if we could go back and cancel people, like, if there was like cancel people back in the day, like Hitler would be somebody you'd want to cancel. Sure. If they're spewing hate to the point of no return, mm-hmm. 
But if they just have a different political view than you, right? maybe not cancel them. Um, I do say you have the right to say, oh, I disagree with this person and they're stupid. Sure, most definitely. Right, I don't want to hear them talk because when they spew nonsense all the time, there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not saying they should be canceled or you're going to, you know, write whoever trying to get their show to be, you know, taken off the air or whatever. Whatever. Here's the truth facts, okay? History has not canceled the bad people. Right. Because we didn't start doing that until, like, 2010. (laughs) If then. Um, So... So before that, you just were like, you know what? I don't like the artist, but I can appreciate the art. Right, right. Do I think you need to give people like that money? No, I do not. Do I think that if you disagree with somebody, you can like boycott their shows? Yes, I do. But do I think that like every time somebody disagrees with you, you have to cancel them? No, no, I don't. Because... I live in an area that disagrees with me a lot, and I don't cancel everybody. Well, you know what? I, I've discovered, and, and I've always been kind of this way, but uh, I really enjoy people that disagree with me because oh, I get to figure, I get to kind of understand a different point of view. And I'm not trying to change their mind to my opinion. I'm fascinated by why they think the way they do. As long as they disagree with you, in a healthy sure. adult manner. <laughs> I don't feel I don't I don't know that happens much anymore. No, but I don't deal with name calling. Don't call me a name because I disagree with you. I'm not calling you a name. Right. Um, I don't do that. Like no, if no, you right. do that I... or not. But I have conversations all the time. Um and Jason, who is my coworker who was on here earlier, will tell you that him and I disagree a lot and we have conversations about why right which is a healthy thing to do right exactly a discussion of ideas should be what we are about not canceling somebody because their views are different and i've had people that disagreed with me on tiny little parts of something that won't talk to me anymore because their view and and i'm like look we agree on so much but you you can't deal with the fact that I may have a different point of view than you on this. It's just part of life. But it yeah. Is. But anyway. I like Brie Larson. Oh yeah. said it. I don't think she's the greatest actress in the world. I don't agree with like her political views on a lot of things. I don't. It's fine. She's allowed to have them. Right. Um, but I'm not going to not see a movie because she's in it. Um if she was predatorial or right. something like that. I would have, I want people to know I have standards. Like I will not go see a movie. I've heard that Bill Cosby is going to try to tour this year with a comedy show. I don't know if this is true. I will never pay that man money to see him. Is he out of prison? He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He he went to prison, didn't he? I thought he was serving. Okay. He's supposed to be doing a tour. So like, I want people to know, like, I think people have the right for their political views. I think they should be able to say their political views. I draw the line. I will not pay. If if he was in a movie, I wouldn't pay to go see it because I don't want to line his pockets because he's a predator. Right. And I wouldn't line the pockets of anyone who's like, you know, a Nazi. Right. 
I know it's a different political view. It's just in my head. That's just where the line is. <laughs> and you're saying literal Nazi, not just somebody that disagrees with you. So no, because I'm a I'm a grammar Nazi. If you're going to say it like that, <laughs> but I mean somebody who literally thinks that people who aren't white should be dead. I right. That's not a thing. That's just silly because nobody's purely white. So that's just silly talk. Anyway, so let, let's get back to movies. Um, <laughs> We've been doing this an hour and a half. We we have to have our little moments. We skew away people. So all right. So let's see here. Going up. We talked that one. That one. That one. There. All right. Dun 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 dun. dun. All right. So I'm excited about this. However, I will say this. I think they should let him retire. Well, and if, yes, I agree. I agree 100%. I was kind of surprised they made this one after the last one. Right. Because the last one was kind of his farewell, and then it, it wasn't nearly as good. Right. Uh, there were funny moments. There were really cool moments in it. But plot-wise, and the alien thing, and I'm like, we well, have to go with Indy with aliens? I mean... And I know that they were, like, hoping that, you know, it would transition into his son taking right. over. Um, and I think they could recast and, and do that. But... I, I And I love Indiana Jones. Hey, here's another one. You you We talked about, like, Batista not wanting to be typecast. You couldn't have Han Solo and Indiana Jones if you didn't let him go to different movies. It's true. This is very true. Um, I love Harris Ford, but the man is getting older. Mm -hmm. And I had hoped that they would take off with this son idea so that he could be, he could then be the Sean Connery to his son. The dog's name was Indy. <laughs> I love that one. That's my favorite Indiana Jones. That's a great one. Yeah. It's like, you just have Sean Connery going, <laughs> scolding Harrison Ford. It's it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, I, I agree. The third one is is absolutely amazing. So the first uh, one, the third one, second one's good. I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. The the beating heart thing. I mean, that's that's yeah. still iconic. I was hopeful, and then it yeah, yeah, yeah. me, yeah. and then but you know it was still Indiana Jones. I'm right. going to see this. I love mm -hmm. Indiana Jones, but um, I, I do, I wish they would pass the torch. Well, and it sounds like that's the plan. Now, if I'm hearing the speculation correctly, I don't love the plan on how they're going to do that, but okay, it's not my property to decide. We'll figure out if I like it or not after I see it, and, but yeah. I don't you wish these things were your properties to decide? Right. Because yes. I would do so many different things with these things. <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> we're not rich enough to make decisions. No, no, we just make all. people rich because we talk about these things. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But now I'm excited for Indy also. I'm planning on seeing it because you know, it's Indiana Jones and I've seen every one of them. Right. hundred times. So. Yes. And it's Harrison Ford and I kind of love him. Like in movies, yeah. he's a little predatorial. I'm not gonna lie, people, but not in a bad way. 
I mean, Carrie Fisher was young, but she wasn't underage. This is true. I mean, and she knew what she was doing. Knew what she of. was doing. He's just, he was a bad husband. He was a bad husband. And Carrie Fisher was doing a lot of drugs. So, and Harrison Ford. Oh, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're so judgmental. People are watching this going, these people are judgmental. Listen. We're, We're telling you not to judge him. That was a long time ago. Hey, listen, I think Tom Cruise is a terrible person, but I think he's a pretty good actor. I agree. Sometimes a good actor, sometimes a okay actor. Just depends on the <laughs> Show me the money, though. He'll make a bunch of it here for you. Uh, that, that is a true statement. He knows he's, it. Yeah, right. Well, Top Gun was at the top of the box office for how many weeks last okay, year? Okay, so to be fair, Top Gun was at the top of the box office because there was hardly anything else playing. But it was a really good movie. I understand this, but it, it didn't it, have... It's a summer they, blockbuster. They put that movie... But we don't have summer blockbusters like we used to. They put that movie out at the right time. They got the right amount of... Um, contracts at like IMAX theaters and other theaters to make it be a blockbuster. They they contracted people to have it for longer on big screens. Smart. It's smart. And it was a good enough movie that it could hold it. Like they tried to do that with like Dunkirk, which I actually liked Dunkirk, but it was not a blockbuster movie that could last yeah. in IMAX for 12 weeks. Well, and, and it was, you know, it's not an action movie either. Where it's an army movie. It is. It is. And you know, then it had that Harry Styles guy. So we'll just you know, they went the wrong I direction with that. I did like Dunkirk, but it was boring. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Talk so let, let, let's both grab one more here, and then we'll wrap up because we're we're over. We're over. Hand. I know. Ah, you know. This is us. If you've watched our show before, you know we just go over. I mean, I we, think we have. I'm trying to think. We'll we'll leave Evil Dead Rise is coming out, um, but we won't we won't have to talk about it. I only have one one more uh, on my uh, list. Evil Dead Rise, just the trailer. I'm just like, I just can't do that. So my husband loves these movies. I, I know. So I, know. I tried. To I, I know, and I get that. Oh, my! So one of the movies I'm the most excited about comes out in June. What is it? I don't see it over there. Well, tell me what it is. Maybe I missed it somewhere. It's our favorite superhero. Oh, you know, and I did have... It's not there. That, no. that just burns my butter here. But it's Spider-Man. It is. And, and you're exactly right. I don't know why it, it, I loaded a whole bunch of them and some of them may have failed. It just didn't fail. Yeah. But it's Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And yeah. you know what? I love, I love all the Spider-Mans, but I'm getting to love Miles almost as much as I love Ben Riley. Wow. Wow. I'm with you. But yeah, it, it's hard guys, to say because you guys don't know how much, like how much I love Ben Riley. <laughs> Um, I just love the 
the depth that he has. I love the, the difference that he brings. And I'm not just talking about his color and, and that culture. I'm talking about him as a character, as a person. Right. right. Um, and Spider-Gwen comes back. And I love Spider-Gwen. That was actually the image I had was them sitting or there's sitting upside down on the yes. building. I don't know where that's at, but we'll go with this one here. But we have Spider-Gwen. And listen, Gwen Stacy is probably one of my favorite comic book girls ever. Um, because she, I love her more than Mary Jane. I'm just saying. I just said that. Um, but I love this version of Gwen. I yep. love Spider-Gwen. And I love this version of Spider-Gwen. Because there's a couple like different versions of Spider-Gwen that have been out. Mm -hmm. I love this one. I love, and I love her relationship with Miles. Yes, yes. Because I feel like she, because in her universe, uh, Peter dies. Right. And, and she, can't, she becomes the reason I love Peter Parker. She's the reason, she has that same reason, that fallible and not always being able to save people and that human touch. And she has that, but she has it with like this really snarky and um, mm -hmm. very sassy teenage girl, which I relate to. I, that's why I loved Peter Parker. Cause I kind of related to him, except yes. I was a girl and he was a boy. I so this, this lets me have that person, but and, and you, you know, lived in Queens and you lived Nowhere. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Me too. So I, I mean, I can't even think about taking the subway. I don't even know what that is. Like, right. I, don't, right. I know what it is. Don't think I'm stupid. I know what it is. I just have never done it because we don't even have buses here. <laughs> in Branson. We don't no, even have, right. no, we don't, we don't have, we don't have public transit in Branson. Right. Yep. Branson's a, it's very different than, uh, than Thanks. New York and the you know, same thing grew up in Lockwood. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, even worse because we, it, we, it looks so good. It does. And if you look in the picture, there's several <laughs> other different versions yeah. of Spider-Man back there doing stuff, which is really yeah. cool. And I love, um, as a mom, you know, you talked about a dad and daughter mm -hmm. moment. Um, I love in the trailer, they, mom is talking to him right yes. and she's like i've always taken care of this little boy right and now i need you mm -hmm. to take care of this little boy and that is such a as a, a parent in general that is the way you feel when your kids start growing up is yes. that you've taken care of them and you hope that you've instilled enough of you into them that they want to take care of themselves yes um and but i love that moment because i think that's a moment that all parents especially moms of boys um can understand is that um you're you're now like becoming a man and in our society that means you you don't listen to mom anymore <laughs> it's a thing. Well, it's maybe a you thing. do still listen to some to mom you you should listen to your mom Always. if your mom was a good mom um if your mom wasn't a good mom i'm sorry uh but it's this that moment where you're like your kids growing up and but you want them to to love themselves the way you love them because that's important and to care for themselves the way you care for them and i like that 
So one of my favorite things about Spider-Gwen is in her universe, she's in a rock band called the Mary Janes. I know. Which I just love. So, and I do have to say, the traditional version, I, I cried when I read the comic where Gwen Stacy died in the 616, the regular universe. And I found it fascinating when they brought her in, in the Spider-Verse comic books to be a different character. I love that character. Um, always, I always really liked Gwen Stacy. Um, and I love how they portray her as Spider-Gwen. And I love this, like I said, this, this version of her um, in this um, cartoon is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. And, uh, but I do have to say Mary Jane's still my favorite, but she's a redhead. So Mary Jane is better for Peter Parker. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, when Stanley was trying to decide who was going to be Peter Parker's love, like he was up in the air about it. Like apparently in, in interviews, he said he didn't know. He didn't know. Well, that's why you got to let the story write itself there. The characters have to breathe and figure it out. But I think Mary Jane is better for Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. But I like Gwen Stacy more. I get that. I like her personality more. Especially at the beginning when Mary Jane was way more of a party. Like, I would not have been friends with Mary Jane. <laughs> so, so it falls into the, I've always liked the bad girl and I've always liked the redhead. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. All in Gwen Stacy was amazing. Like, oh, she'd make a great wife. But when, but. Mary Jane's a lot more fun to date. See, I am such a Gwen Stacy as a personality. <laughs> you are. You are. And that's the thing. I like feel like, and even even this version. I mean, look at this. Like, oh, wrong way. Like I have like, and I'm 46 years old, and I still have like the the haircut. So, um, but I just think that she's smart and funny yes. and a badass. And see, there's my one curse word. <laughs> I, I was saving it. I'm so hard. It's so difficult. I've been saving that one. He's allowed one. That's um, great. Um, but I just love her. And I love, I love, I'm, Miles is, I've gotten so, like, I've always liked him. Like, when he first came out, I liked yeah. him. Yeah. And as the comics have been going on and as like he's becoming more mainstream and people are getting to know him and stuff as a, as a character. I just, I really do think that he was such a great choice for spider man writers, like that, that creative way of bringing in new blood and also like keeping Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Right. Right. You know, so and for people that don't know, there was this thing in the 90s and the 2000s called the Ultimate Universe, which things were different and it was a different universe, so the characters were a little different. And Peter Parker was Spider Man in that universe until he died. And it wasn't like in the 616 when Spider Man dies because he's done that several times and come back to life. This one, he stayed dead. And Somebody took up his mantle, and that was Miles Morales. And then eventually the universes collapsed together, and Miles is here along with this version of Peter. So you've got all of that. But uh, yeah, that's how it works in the comics. Into yes. the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know why you, have, why you haven't, but... And I know it's an animated, and a lot of people are like, I don't watch cartoons. I'm like, no, this is good. 
If you see my shirt, by the way, so. I love Spider-Man so much. Me too. Me too. Always been my favorite. Um, so, yes. So I want to follow up with one more movie, and we'll end on that, because it also involves Spider-Man, but I'm not sure how it's going to play out in the movies, and that is Craven the Hunter. Look at that smirk. That smirk is fun. Oh, my uh, God. It is. And the fact that he's going to play this character who's got some, got a lot of issues. I mean, he. he oh, to say the least. To say like, the least. Right? <laughs> he's probably one of the most disturbed characters. Like, what? Wants to save animals and the refuge. I mean, this interesting backstory with him, but yeah, but within himself, within his own mind, within his own mind, yeah. Well, he he you know took a special thing to give himself powers, and so makes him. But you know that one of my favorite all time Spider Man stories is Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, so it's a story in the 80s, for people who don't know, where Craven the Hunter, who at that point had kind of been written off as a doofus, and Spider-Man usually beat him pretty easily. Right. Um, after being a very intense uh, villain at the early days, but that story brought you into the psychological part of Craven, and Craven hunts Spider-Man and kills him and buries him and takes over being Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man's not really dead. He was just kind of tranquilized, and um, Craven ends up dying at the end and replaced. It's such a really bizarre but cool story. But that's the thing that he's one of my favorites, like yeah. villains for yeah. or enemies for Spider-Man. You know, in and we've in not that, seen him in any well, movies. No, and in that Rogue Gallery, he's such. And Spider-Man has the. Spider-Man and Batman have the best rope galleries of any comic book character. You can just, say, you can just say it's Spider-Man. It's okay. Well, I mean, Batman I, is a really great one, but I, I'm married to a DC fan, so I have to I throw know. that out there. However, however, I will say this: like I think um, he's just one of those underrated ones that people don't realize. But yeah, if you, I loved when because he wants to be Spider-Man. Right. Right. In a weird way. Right. He wants like, to prove himself by being able to take over and be Spider-Man and do it better than Spider-Man can do it. That's it. That's exactly. He wants to be the best and he thinks Spider-Man's the best. And so he wants to beat the best. And that's right. the kind of thing. That's the drive. He wants to be the king of the jungle kind of vibe. Exactly. And no, I'm super excited about that. And, and the thing is, is like, I'm hoping that it pours more life into some more rogues. I want right. some more rogues getting their own movies. I just, the only problem I have with it is I would love to have the rogues at least interact with Spider-Man. If you're going to be a Spider-Man villain, you should have, and you're going to focus on the rogue part, at least have Spider-Man acknowledged in the movie or oh, in the yeah. background or talking about how you're plotting to do something. I mean, something involving Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. That, that would be my preference. Venom was, I, I enjoyed the two Venom movies, but it would have been better if they would have been fighting Spider-Man rather than 
himself and Carnage and but here's the thing. They, wanted to, they wanted to bring Venom into the anti-hero part. Right. He didn't start that way. No, he was a cold-blooded, crazy killer. He was Carnage. He, he was. He was Carnage. So, like, you have him battling Carnage. Like, he was the same as Carnage. Maybe not yeah. as crazy, but he, he was the same. Not, well, he didn't. The, the symbiote didn't bond with a psychopath already. Yes. Eddie Brock had many, many issues, but he was not a pure psychopath right. already. Narcissist. N narcissist, yes. He, yes. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but no, I'm excited for the movie. I'm hopeful that we'll get some sort of cameo for Spider-Man in here. That'd be good. Uh, something, because... Or at least a mention of him. Right. Or, or like, here's the thing, and they can just do this. Like, they could do these little weird throwaway things. Like, they could have, like, um, a newsstand with Spider-Man on the, like, the magazine. Or they could the be, daily like... Play, you flash by the Daily Planet with Menace! Yes, something. Something that kind of ties it together. But I don't know. I haven't seen um, a lot about this movie yet. Like I've seen a There's little not bit. A lot out there on yeah. It, but... And so I'm not sure where they're going to go with it, but hopefully. And I did see there've been several other members of the rogues gallery that's going to be making an appearance in this movie. I'm not too sad about that. No. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. Now, some of them I'm hoping they don't just make them lackeys to them. That's, that would be disappointing. Um, I believe Chameleon is one of them, which really does fit with Craven very well. Yeah. Um, so, but don't make him a lackey. Just make him a part of, you know, you're working together with this guy who also has these abilities. That would be a really cool way to go. Because too they often, they like, like to do that, though. They like to take these characters who are in their own right good role, yeah, and they right. like to be like, oh, okay, well, this is the more popular role. Right, right. I'm actually shocked that they're doing Craven. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm. Well, like, I, I was too, and I'm like, oh, Craven. I mean, I part of me wants to be skeptical of it, especially knowing it's not really involving the MCU at all. But then I'm like, but it's Craven, and you're gonna bring in some cool other bad guys, and okay, dang it, I'm excited for it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's a Spider-Man villain, so let's, let's more villain. than just Venom. Almost every Marvel villain is a Spider-Man villain at one point. You're, you're exactly right. That most of them started Spider off as Spider-Man villains. I mean, not all of them. There are certain ones, but Red Skull did not. But uh, <laughs> the majority of them. A, a vast majority started that. Most of the villains that other heroes fight, including Kingpin. Start oh, that Jeff was always a spider. Like he started as a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how he was introduced. Right. Especially the have his thing with them, but yeah, especially if they're in that New York area, mm -hmm. they they were a Spider-Man villain at one point. Exactly. Exactly. Jeff? All right. Well, let's let's call it here. There were some others that we could have talked about. Uh, Fast X coming out and. I don't know what else. There, I'm sure there's some other things we missed, but those are the ones we're most excited about for movies coming out this next year Dune or this, this year. Dune, Dune. Oh, you are right, Dune. I had that one here, and I I chose to go with uh, with uh, 
no, craziness. But, but, but yes. that's coming out too. I'm su we're yep, super yep, excited that about that. That will be a lot of fun. I mean, uh, Timothy, he's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. Like I, I, I don't know about that part, but no, but he's like he has such a good energy. I'm not saying like I'm. I, my son has a crush on him, but I don't because he's way too young for me. <laughs> I'm way too old for that. Um, Come on, Harrison Ford. It's okay. So I'm too young for Harrison Ford, but I'm too old for Timothy. I was thinking you were making a, you know, you were playing, you were Harrison Ford to his Carrie Fisher sort of thing there. No, I would never do that. Never. That would bother me so much. So much, Professor. So my mom, and in this little story, um, my mom was dating a guy younger than me after she got divorced. She'd been divorced for like a year, year and a half at that point, and started dating this guy. And I'm like, okay, mom. Yeah, you're gonna meet him and blah blah blah. I'm like, really? Do I need to meet him? I mean, we, we kind of know that he's your boy toy. That's fine, whatever. You know? <laughs> so I have this rule, and I've been single several times in my kid's life, but I have this rule that if you could have had a play date with my kids, I'm not dating you. <laughs> if I could have had helped your mom change your diaper at the park while you, my kid was playing, I'm not dating you. <laughs> That's my law. That's my law. Like, I'm like, if you are within like 10 years of my kid's age, I'm not dating you. Well, and some actors are like, dude, hold my, hold my beer. You could have been my granddaughter's age. Let's date. Not just actors. There are real people out there like well, that. Well, I know, but actors have a tendency to do that. Um, I know it's weird. It, it is. It is weird. What do you have a problem with somebody that much younger? Than me? Not saying that there's anything bad. Please do not cancel me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in my head, for, I for, can't, you, for your rule, for you. In my head, I can't get past it. I can't be like I'm going to date somebody who went to school with my kids. Right. No, I'm with you. Or I'm could have you. gone to school with my kids. <laughs> I think that's a fair rule. So that's a fair rule. <laughs> that's why my husband's only two years younger than me. I have that's right. That's right. Guys, uh, okay. I've got a friend, and, and her husband is, I don't know, 12 years younger than her. I and have so, a problem with that. And, and they were older. You know, they got married older. It wasn't like, it, but we, we joke with, did you drive by his elementary school and say, hey there, little boy? Oh, God. No, <laughs> Professor, no. No. It was a joke. They so didn't meet until he was like 30. So, so many. Mean, so many so you're, you're like, all right. So you just give, you give people a hard time sometimes. So. No, anyway. it's a, and it's just a personal preference. And if you are an older woman dating a much younger man and, or an older man dating a much younger woman, as long as that person is over the age of consent, which is 18 in my head. I don't care if it says it's 17. It's 18 in my head. Um, and, and you guys are in consensual and everything else. More power to you. <laughs> I don't have a problem with other people's lives. I'm just saying in my life, I couldn't right, no, get anyone. Exactly. Even though behind your back, she'll say, gag me the spoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so da, like, duh. Grody. See, if you don't get that, I couldn't date you either. 
Exactly. I'm a happily married woman, so I'm not dating anyone. Right, you can't date just like me. Can't date anybody. That's okay. I mean, I, my youngest sister is trying to date after you know being married and that going badly. Yeah, I just cannot imagine and the things she tells me. And, and some of these guys, I'm like, dude, did you did you get past? 13 yet because you're acting like you're 13 again so you know how many guys tried to slip into my dm when i was single and i didn't even know what that meant like until i was single and then they were like hey and dakota's like mom they are slipping into your dms and i was like that just sounds disgusting <laughs> especially when they send you pictures I could have made a coffee table book. I seriously was going to make a coffee table book. My sister thought that was funny, by the way, because I told her that story. I was going to make a coffee table book. You still should. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Let's go to uh, (laughs) our... Very extremes to the other. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Try to keep us on a PG, PG thirteen level because that conversation quickly goes non PG if we're not careful. Yes, but we we were good. We, we were, were and I only said one curse word. See, there you go. You, you got it. And it the was censors will be A-word. happy. It was just the A word. I didn't even use the F word. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. Oh, you guys have no idea. Like none. Like I look sweet and innocent, but I have the mouth of a sailor. It's a fine. So we always end our episodes um, with some shout outs to our friends. And so we're going to go through some of these and we're going to shout out to some of our friends. So All the right. first one we've got is the Ozpod gals on Thursday on Facebook at 6 p.m. Sometimes they are on hiatus, so you never know. But go over and check out their videos. Um, they do some pre-recorded stuff and they do some live things. And you never know when they're going to they're gonna actually be on there. I know it says Thursdays, um, but... So we'll have to update that. They're busy women. They are. Um, but they're smart, they're funny, they're nerdy, and they're amazing. And they're from the OzCon family, which is in West Plains, Missouri, and which is my favorite con of all time. So be sure to go check them out. Be sure when you're over on their Facebook page, hit like. That way you can get some like updates when they are doing that. If you go on to like, I don't know if they have a YouTube yet, but if they do, any of these people that we are talking about, if they have YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff, hit like, subscribe, all that, because that's how we know you like us. And, and that that helps the algorithm so other people can that, see the content. That's a big thing, and people don't realize that. People mm-hmm. do not realize that. So even if you subscribe to their channel, always like their, their posts, as long as you don't hate their posts. You know, like their <laughs> posts because that does help the algorithm for other people to see such cool stuff also. Like, share, comment. That helps so much, right. especially on Facebook and YouTube. Like, share, comment. It's a it's a big, big thing. And the other social media is there, too. Oh, wrong one. Wrong so, one. Oh, my goodness. First, we'll start out with their Facebook page and their YouTube. It's the Nerd Informants. Josh and Tim, Professor calls them the Distinguished Competition to our marbles. So That's right. you know what that means, you get it. Um, <laughs> but they have amazing, like, they do reviews on all the movies. They get to go see all the new movies when they come out. I'm a little jealous. Um, and they do reviews on that. They do some like fun reviews on some 
books and video games and all kinds of stuff. They do a podcast and um, Josh, who's one of the nerd informants, he does his own podcast on uh, Hollywood's Calling, where he interviews all kinds of famous people. And Tim Church, uh, he's the other half of the nerd informants. He does all kinds of fun entertainment for the Branson Trilex News. So they are all about entertainment, media, and getting you guys informed. So be sure to go check them out. Hit like, subscribe, and all of that. I, I think we should get a podcast just for movie reviews and, and try to get into the theaters where they're going to be at also and set up a booth across from them. <laughs> I think we should do that because that would be that would just be the fun thing they're, to do. They're, competition. Right. They are sponsored by the Branson IMAX Theater. So that's where they go to see all their movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll have to get some other <laughs> ends in there. So. Right. There's room enough for two. What are you talking there about? There are. There. Seriously. Um, I got to see both of them today because I work with Tim, but Josh came into the office, so I got to see Josh today, and that's a lot of fun. But yeah, the yeah. Nerd Informants did something fun for everyone, is if you have something nerdy you want to share or a fun meme or maybe you have a question about like a comic book character or a cosplay or something they have a great facebook page that they put together and it's called the nerd informants beyond and it's where anyone can add any kind of geeky cool nerdy stuff depending on if you're a geeky cool person or a nerd informant person exactly um but we joke you can love both, you, you can love both. Well, i love both it's amazing they come on our show and stuff. But go check that out and add your own stuff. Become a part of this nerd, informant, geeky community um, and just have some fun. But be sure to be nice to everyone. Right. Use your, your good manners. Use your manners. Okay. We have Keith and Gary over at Pop Culture Minefield on YouTube. They have so many shows. I don't, I can't even keep track anymore. <laughs> I don't, I can't, but they're so, they have so much insight and they know so much about the business and they get you some scoops. They do. They, they most definitely do. So be sure to go over to Pop Culture Minefield on YouTube. They also have a Facebook page. Hit like, subscribe, uh, share, comment. Tell them what you want to see. If you have a question, an inside kind of question about Hollywood, be sure to ask it in their comments because I bet they might have the answer. Now, be prepared. If you ask that question, it may be an hour and a half answer. It's a true statement. With, with oh, lots of curse words if Gary is involved. So just be prepared. Also, if you're over there and you have small children, we try to keep things PG-13. I'm allowed one curse word. But they they are a little bit more like I am in real life. So <laughs> Gary and I, I think, have about the same amount of cursing. Um, but... He does not keep it PG-13, so put the headphones on if you don't want your children to hear bad words, but please go listen to them anyway because they are hilariously funny yeah. and they are so, so knowledgeable. So, uh, And then Keith does Keith Chimes In, and it's another show that he does, and it's on Mondays at 3 p.m. on YouTube, but it's on the Fat Steven Seagal Show. So... I don't know what they're what he's talking about now, but you know it's got, like he did a whole what almost a whole year just on Babylon, right? right? Babylon Five, yep, yep. Like every episode, he broke it down to the bare bones, and, and why he's 
great at doing stuff like that. Really good at breaking it down. Yeah. I'm not that good at breaking things down. It's okay. yeah. I can't even break a box down right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this, flat. It doesn't matter. It's fine. And then we have my partner in life, but our partner here at Geeky Cool, the Scallywag himself over at Scallywag Productions on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's all, but I'm not sure. <laughs> he's probably somewhere else. He's on He's on eBay now. Um, he's on eBay. There you go. Check him out on eBay. Um. And he does a collectible of day. All the collectibles back here are his. Um, and he'll post some of mine and stuff too. But he is doing, um, we're working on different ideas for upcoming seasons of shows for the 2023 season. But he has a whole library of shows from the show with Danny, Danny and him um, to a series of enigmatic events with me. He always does that because I have a hard time. Um, to mindless drivel. So you can literally go find any kind of show on his Facebook and YouTube. And they're all very enjoyable to watch. So check it out. <laughs> Let's face it. He's better when he's with me. This is very true. No, that there's no, uh, no, I'm sure he would completely agree with that too, AJ. So. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. Especially on camera. And so, then there's us. There's us. We're here. We have a website. We don't just do this Facebook and YouTube. You we don't. have a website. It's our own website where we have all kinds of contributors who write all kinds of stuff and they post things and you can get to know them by their list of favorites and, and all kinds of things. And we are hoping to get some new and fun things going on with our website, but go check it out. It's kid friendly. And it's always going to be kid-friendly. You don't have to worry about that. And like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. You're watching us on one of them. Right. You are. Right now. It doesn't take long. You hit the little subscribe. Hit the bell. You can, like, get all kinds of things. And if you're on Facebook, you hit like. And that helps us out. Plus, you get to see us. Exactly. Unless they don't want to see us. Face, you know, if you hit like enough, Facebook starts going, okay, maybe we should show it. That's true. Yeah, they might so. not want to see us. I, I bet they do. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it has been so much fun getting back to this. I'm looking forward to season two. It means to. Season two is a bright future. We've got a lot of great things coming. I'm trying to get some people um, figured out to come on for us to interview and talk with. And uh, th there's a, a couple of people that I really am hoping um, I can make a connection with to get on here because I think it would be really fascinating. And some of it may remind you of some of the uh, animatic stuff that you've done. Oh. So yeah, yeah, that's my hope. So we will see how things progress there, but we always have a great time. And uh, thank you, AJ, for returning with us for season Yay. two. So I, I'm, I'm super excited to be here. We'll do this every week. Um, and we will get that schedule ironed out and everything else, guys. So just watch for the news. We'll be posting and, and that we're coming soon. And, of course, it'll be next week. We will be back. And next week we're going to talk about our what television shows we're excited for. Yes. So, and there's so a bunch. many. Okay. I didn't put them on the list because I had time to do this today. Ah. <laughs> I didn't expect you to do everything. It's all good. It's all good. 
So yeah. we'll we'll get that uh, we'll get that up, and you guys can see our list next week on that. And make sure to uh, make sure to share this with other people if you've enjoyed things. Let them know that we're back and what's going on because we're back, baby. Um, like you know that that little that little girl that little like video of that little girl who's like yes (laughs) when people say we're back baby i just go (laughs) we could go a little uh a brain johnson from acdc yeah i'm not that cool (laughs) i'm the geek you're the cool uh, that's never been true. That's where this goes. <laughs> so I, I do like my rock music, but I've never been cool. So uh, other than cool with a K, because cool. geeks are cool. So um, <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you next time. Until then, stay geeky. And be nice to each other. And, and be nice to each other. Understand everybody's going through something. It's all good. Yeah.